0: Thank you so much, Hillary. Uh, I want to talk to you about American financing. Uh, American finance. I'm hearing in my ear it has to be real estate agents I trust. Well, okay, if you demand it, Sarah. Uh, real estate agents I uh, I trust. This is a group that I started five, six, seven years ago uh, with uh, my brother. He's uh, he's not actually my brother, but we've he lived with us as growing up as kids, so we look at each other as brothers, and we had the same problem trying to find a really good real estate agent that could get the job done. At the time I was working with what the Wall Street Journal said, the 500 best real estate agents in the country, and I started talking to them. How do you do your job? How does somebody find a good real estate agent? Many of these agents are in our network now, um, but uh, we use that kind of thinking Uh, to go look and interview real estate agents so you can at least have it narrowed down in your area. And if you're looking for a real estate agent either to buy or sell your house, you've got to have the best one. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com, find the ones we deem are the best in your area and interview them yourself. Maybe you disagree, but we really have done our homework on these people and we really think they're the best in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. If you're a regular listener to this program, you know at this time on Friday, it means Bill O'Reilly. He's next because it is Friday, America. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. I don't know what's keeping you from doing the things that you want to do um but uh first of all if you're not in pain if you're young don't wait to do them you know someday i'm gonna don't wait to do them because things change and quite honestly getting old sucks beyond belief it really sucks uh and then you get old and all of a sudden you're like i can't do that anymore because i can't move and i'm only 45 uh if you are in pain would you please just try Relief Factor? This is something that I didn't recommend. I was an advertiser on our, with our company, with The Blaze, for years, and I never recommended it because I didn't take it. And they asked me over and over and over again, uh, you know, would you recommend this? No. Well, my wife just got fed up with me hearing me whine about pain. You for- <laughs> know, I mean, she can only take so much. Uh, and she said, you gotta try this, you s- try everything. Try this. And I'm like, it's not going to work. It works on inflammation. I've already tried ibuprofen 800. I'm practically a drug addict with that. And it does nothing. I didn't think this would work. I tried it for three weeks because 70% of the people who try it, you'll know in three weeks. It's going to work for you or it's not. I honestly thought I would be part of the 30%. I wasn't. I've been taking it ever since. Just, Just try it. Get out of pain. Try it. Three-week quick starts, 1995. See if you're part of the 70%. Even if you think you're going to be part of the 30%, you never know. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. Well i finally got the fight against organized crime in america <laughs> came out this week i had to go out and buy it myself uh, bill o'reilly would just wouldn't he refused to send me a copy so i could read it in advance um but i hear it's really good bill how are sales how are things on uh, killing the mob
1: well, we hit number three on Amazon, so we're streaking there. It came out on Tuesday. We sent Glenn Beck at least seven copies, but his staff apparently ah. pofered them. I have got
0: i have all seven copies. I have all I
1: seven copies. I and was you just... actually read this book, Beck. I know you read it. I did. Because it's did. very entertaining, and you learned a lot. And give me credit where credit is due hello <laughs> hello um but i are you there i can you hear I think me so I'm, I'm here yes okay why
0: are you being so, weird um so i'd love to have you on next week uh and it was my fault that we didn't have you on this week but could we have you on next week just for an hour just talking about this book
1: absolutely that's very kind of you very kind of you
0: and I do apologize for not doing it this week. I, I, I don't know what happened. No, no, no. It just kind of got away fine. from me. Um, all right. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about killing the mob in a second. But, uh, but first, what is the big story of the week to you, Bill?
1: I think the uh, bad economy news today, um, because this is the linchpin of whether the progressive movement uh, gains even more power in America than it has Um, And the news today was not good. So, uh, Take us through it. um, Well, let's start with um, Joe Biden visiting Jimmy Carter last week. I was actually happy that happened because um, I don't know whether you know this or not, but Bill Clinton and Barack Obama totally ignored Jimmy Carter. They didn't want. Yes. To be, he was radioactive. They didn't want to be seen with him. Yes. They didn't talk to him. Yes. And, and whether you like Carter or not, he's a patriot. He did a lot of good work for Habitat of Humanity, mm. as everybody knows. So I, I'm I, sure. I, I think thought,
0: he's actually a nice guy. I
1: think he's probably a very nice man. He was never nice to me, but he's probably really is because a, a lot of people mean to me. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Carter in my lifetime. Uh, And your lifetime back, because our lifetimes coincide, uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was the worst president for the economy. It it, it was Herbert Hoover all over again with Carter. I mean, every blanket mistake you could make. There were gas lines and inflation and high interest rates and unemployment. It was horrible. horrible. Okay. So now I am predicting that absolutely could happen. With Joe Biden, in fact, I didn't, I'm not privy to the conversation, but I think Mr. Biden said, look, how can I screw up this economy? Can you just tell me how you (laughs) did it, uh, Jimmy? Can you Uh.
0: (laughs) refresh my refresh my memory when nobody could afford heating oil? What was the it was? Everybody
1: should just wear a sweater. That was it, right? Yeah, we were sweatering. What happened was that that the Middle East did not respect Jimmy Carter at all. And the Saudis didn't like him, and they formed OPEC. That's when OPEC started. And the Saudis basically told the United States, we're not going to give you as much oil as you want. We'll dole it out to you the way we see fit. And that caused gas and heating oil shortages. So that Americans actually had to get in their car and wait for hours to fill up their tank. I remember tank. it. Okay. I remember, and then when yeah. you wanted to get heating oil, those deliveries did not come on a regular basis because the heating oil companies didn't have the heating oil. And by I the mean, way, you didn't only have to land—you
0: didn't have to just wait in line. You had even in odd license plate days— So if your license plate ended in an even number, you could go on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday and odd on the other days. It it was insanity, truly
1: insanity. Right. So now we have a president of the United States who's basically saying, look, I'm going to try to spend trillions of dollars that we don't have. All right. It would be like your wife walking in back and saying, you know, I'm going to I'm going to give all of our money to Bolivia and, and even more than we have. I'm just going to send <laughs> right. everything right. to Bolivia. All right, And you're right. going, no, that's not fiscally sound. That's what right. Biden's doing. I mean, he's looking into the camera, he's going, I got $6 trillion that I want to spend because we're going to wipe out global warming. And you go, wait, 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 China's building coal plants. Do you not understand that? So whatever we do is going to be negated by what China does. And there's Joe with the sunglasses on, you know. And then he's basically saying, we want to control the economy from Washington, not the private sector that created all these jobs under Trump. Okay, we're not going to, no, no, we're going to tax them as far as we can. But not only that, if you buy stocks, which helps corporate America, all right, expand R&D, all of that, we're going to tax you 50% if, you are, if your assets are over $1 million. Well, the big players in the market, of course their assets are over 50%. So now you take a chance because the stock might go down. But if you win, Joe wants 50 percent. All right. So this is about as economically unsound as anybody could be. There isn't any economist except the New York Times people. And, you know, they're not really economists. They're communists who say, oh, this is good. All right. So nobody everybody knows this is bad bad for the economy. All right. But Joe's going to send you money. He's going to send you a check. We're gonna, yeah, yeah. You're going to this 1200 here. And so two states, Montana and South Carolina, basically said, we can't mm-hmm. now fill the jobs we have because people are getting so much money from Joe, they won't work. Yeah. they won't work. All right. So we're cutting that off. So if you live in Montana or South Carolina, you won't get this stimulus money anymore because those states are saying it's insane you're creating a welfare state which is exactly yep. what biden exactly. is doing that's the big story so, of the week
0: so let me ask you this because i i came out with this i think on monday or tuesday i don't know if you saw the latest from uh, bank of america um but they they talked about their you know the um uh investor calls And all of these CEOs are talking about, you know, why their company is doing well and what the and and the mentions of inflation were up week to week on those investor calls by 800 percent. It is the highest uh, on recorded in recorded history of a spike in inflation uh, talks about why we're not going to have the quarter we were going to. Um, And and so Bank of America wrote this and I want to quote this to you. Inflation trends running hot as margins hit record highs. The mentions of inflation quadrupled year after year after last week's mentioned had jumped nearly 800 percent year over year. On an absolute basis, mentions skyrocketed, skyrocketed to record highs, pointing to, at the very least, transitory hyperinflation
1: ahead. What do you think? i'm not smart enough to digest uh anything you have said in the last 30 seconds Uh, i'm a simple (laughs) man (laughs) all right 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 my math my math is ridiculous but i want to tell you two things all right so i go to the gas station and i put the little nozzle in my car i can do that it took me two years to figure out how to do it but i can do it now (laughs) all right okay a hundred days ago I was paying a dollar less a gallon than I'm paying now. All right? So I'm paying a dollar more on Long Island for every gallon of gas that I put in my car. And I'm doing self-serve here. I'm not having some guy named Lenny put the stuff in my car. It's me. And when I go to the grocery store, which I don't do very much, I have to confess, but I pay the bill, groceries here are up about 25%, Beck. All right. So gas is going up. Groceries are going up. I understand home building materials are going to go up. That's what inflation <laughs> is. OK. Yep. So what you could buy 100 days ago for $1.82 a gallon is now two eighty-two a gallon.
0: So now, the even f- the, f- hang on, hang on. the people f- go ahead, they I know they feel it, but here's what Biden says. Biden's administration is saying that's just because of COVID. People weren't making things, and so that's why things are going (laughs) so high. It has nothing to do with money supply. Do you believe Uh, that?
1: I think we had COVID for uh, just about a year since before Joe was inaugurated, I think, and we didn't have this. So I'm just a simple man, but I go, oh, didn't COVID start about February 2020? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but people uh, weren't buying things, Bill. They weren't buying no, things, and they had lots
1: of supply on the shelves. I was buying stuff. I bought gas. I, know. And I bought food. See, you need food to live, Beck. See, that you had to buy food even if COVID was there, because you'll die if you don't eat. Look, all I'm trying to tell you is this. Joe Biden... Does not have a blanking clue about how to run this country, and that is not a partisan statement, or an ideological statement, or a party statement. And I am going to tell you. I know you have to take a break and and sell uh, lots of stuff because everybody wants a sponsor on the uh, Glenn Beck program. But when we come back, I'm going to tell you why organized criminals, mafia chieftains, love Joe Biden. 60 seconds
0: away from that relief factor. Uh, yeah, we we uh, need to tell you about relief factor. Margaret lives in Pennsylvania. She likes to do a lot of walking for uh, exercise. Uh, and she, you know, she is somebody who is looking at how do I get better? How do I get better? She had problems in her lower back and her legs. She just kept you know, walking. Uh, and then she couldn't. She couldn't even really get around and do any kind of daily chores. She was scared about her future. She started to take some relief factor. She heard about it on this program, and now her pain is gone. She says, quote, within a few weeks, I was back to walking for exercise every day. She got her life back. You can too. Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Order the three week quick start for only $19.95. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. 800 583 84. 800 583
1: 84. 10 seconds. Station ID. Yes, I'm sorry. Bill O'Reilly so why does the mob love joe biden okay so um killing the mob is a uh history of organized crime and we take you right up to the present moment so 100 days ago when joe biden came in the first thing he did was knock out all the border protections that donald trump had installed it took trump three years to get the border under control he finally did all right in a day Biden knocked out all the border protections, stopped the building of the wall, and basically stopped people from um, being confined to Mexico they could come across. In that time, 400,000 migrants have arrived in the the United States illegally. Now, some of those want asylum, but it's 400,000. Just picture that. From Brownsville to San Diego, 400,000 foreign nationals are here in 100 days, what that did was it diverted all of the Border Patrol's attention and every other federal agency on the border to care for those people, to feed them, to shelter them, to process them. So what then was that was lacking? Drug interdiction. That was left to the side because all of the people in charge of the drug interdiction had to be used to help the migrants. are you with me so far? Yep, yep. The result I, I, of that... I, go ahead. I,
0: I was going to say, I, I, I think you could go a step further. Not only no, is am, nobody am. paying attention... Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. So
1: all of the resources that were used under the Trump administration to stop narcotics from coming to the United States were gone. The result was a flood of fentanyl, heroin, methamphetamine, and cocaine into this country. Who controls the distribution of those drugs to the areas of the countries? The mafia. Still controls all of it. The deal organized crime, American organized crime, has with the Mexican cartels is you make it, you ship it, but you don't come here. See, there are no Mexican cartels here in the United States because the American mobsters will not permit it. The American mobsters never see the drugs. They franchise the drugs out to drug gangs. These are the people murdering children in Chicago, New York, L.A., and every other big city. Okay? They are the ones that retail the drugs to the addicts on the street. The mafia doesn't see that. But the mafia controls that. They allow the drug gangs to operate. And the drug gangs then pay them an enormous amount of money for the privilege of selling drugs in Harlem, or in Bed-Stuy, or in Compton, California. That's how it works. So today, there's more drugs in the USA than at any other time in history, and the mafia chieftains love Biden because Biden has an open border policy. There you go.
0: Let me ask, let me ask you this. Um the first of all, there's also the benefit directly to the cartels, not necessarily the U.S. mob, but the cartels, because right. they're making about 14 million dollars a day on human trafficking across the border. So there's another boom industry change. for them.
1: The human trafficking is chump change compared to what they make. Um, Importing hard drugs into this country. Right. Hard drugs is a billion dollar industry. All of our social problems, right? The opioid crisis, organized crime. Homelessness, organized crime. Who do you think these homeless people are? They're drug addicts. They can't work. They can't pay a mortgage. They have to sit out there. And they want to sit out there, many of them, and get high all day long. You say, how about some rehab? They look at you like, you know, come on. Not all of them. Some of them want to improve, but a lot of them don't. Well, that's all drug-related. Violent crime, through the roof, murders. You report it, I report it. What is that? Who are doing that? The drug gangs are doing it. It's not Bonnie and Clyde walking out of their house machine-gunning people down. It's drug gangs in the poor why were we willing?
0: Why were we willing to look at uh, the mobsters uh, in the 1930s? Uh, and not willing to look at the
1: drug gangs today, because there's a race component today. So I did a search on BillO'Reilly.com. As you know, we do the No Spin News every night. I told my crack staff find me one article, one that explains the massive amount of narcotics that are being shipped into the United States since Joe Biden is president. Not one. No local reporting. No national reporting. Nothing. I'm the guy that's reporting it. I'm the guy. Now, you ask a very good question, Beck. Why, why did organized crime get all the headlines in the past, but now we don't hear anything about it? Because the organized crime industry is narcotics. They do a little sports betting. They do a little prostitution. They own the porn industry. Yeah, but that's not what they really do. And the narcotics are centered in the inner cities. So there's a racial component there. The murders in Chicago are 90 percent African-American. Right. That's why nothing's done. Nothing's discussed. They don't want it. They don't they wanna do it. It's too explosive for the press to cover it. And the politicians forget it. Forget it. I mean, they have no clue. They don't care. And it's just business as usual. And so I want to uh,
0: go ahead. G- Uh, I want to ask you, I have to take another break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you about um, the labor unions and what uh, Biden is doing with the labor unions. I mean, it is I've never seen anything like I don't even know if FDR was did it, it did as much for the labor unions as Joe Biden is. And historically, the labor unions have been run by the mob are they still and what does that mean more with bill o'reilly coming up in just a second by the way his new book is called killing the mob it's a fantastic history book you'll love it bill o'reilly killing the mob it's available wherever you buy books today and dope this is the glenn back program (laughs) (laughs) thank you pat here's a word of wisdom for you beware of tax preparers who won't sign their name to their taxes to your taxes after doing them they could be sometimes are cyber criminals stealing your information for personal gain the cyber criminals wear a lot of hats and they're constantly updating and changing their schemes as a result It is really easy to fall for some of these these nefarious plans. It's important to understand that cybercrime is changing all the time, and there's no way you could keep up with it. I mean, there's no way any company or anybody can keep up with it. Your bank is probably just watching your credit cards. That's that, that. Well, there's one. LifeLock is the best on the market, but they can't cover everything. Nobody can stop all of it. But they've been in the business forever and they are looking for the things that if you're just monitoring your credit, you're definitely going to miss now because it's changing all the time they may miss something and that's why they have a specialized restoration specialist a team dedicated if you become a victim that is really worth its weight in gold lifelock.com promo code back 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com check out my show pat gray unleashed every day 7 to 9 a.m right before this show or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts This is the Glideback program. We welcome back because it's Friday, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. We've been talking about the news of the week. Uh, he also has his new book out, "Killing the Mob." It is available everywhere now. It's already three number three on uh, Amazon, uh, probably ahead of you know some coloring book or something that is always number one. Um, but uh, it, it's a great book. It's all about the history of the mob in America, and you'll understand uh, not only our history but you'll understand today's America a lot more. Uh, "Killing the Mob" by Bill O'Reilly, Bill. Uh, before the break we were talking about the cartels and the mob here and what's happening on the border let me take you to the mob in the labor unions and we have now this push for labor unions unlike I've seen At any time in my life, I remember in the 70s when labor unions were being pushed, um, but there was there was an outcry for some of those labor unions uh, back then by regular people. Or so it seemed to me, you know, I was I was younger. um, And so it seemed to me just watching things that there was some call for labor unions because it was out of balance right now. Americans do not want labor unions and. They are we are being smothered by very powerful labor unions like the teachers union. Connections to the mob.
1: Some unions, uh in the United States of Trump, um I have a big chapter on how uh President Trump, when he was a businessman in New York, had to deal with the concrete union that put up his buildings and that was a mafia run operation. And Trump admits it. He says, I had these guys in my office and I had to negotiate with them because they ran a union. In uh, Killing the Mob, I take you minute by minute through the assassination of Jimmy Hoffa, the Teamsters Union boss, who was mobbed up. But today... Some mobs are compromised because of the pension funds, of course. There are billions of dollars in those funds. Pension funds uh, and unions were uh, used to build Las Vegas. That whole city was built Mm -hmm. on mob pension Mm -hmm. fund money. Um, The teachers' unions in America, very powerful. And um, what the Biden administration Democratic Party uh, is doing is putting together a coalition of union workers, of African-Americans, of other minority people, and of white liberals, particularly women. And that coalition gave them power. That defeated Donald Trump. And they want to enhance that coalition, and unions are a part of that. That is why you're seeing all the goodies being given to the unions, and even if the unions hurt the uh, the folks, the United States, as the teachers unions are certainly doing with COVID, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Democratic Party are going to enhance their power as much as possible.
0: Um, Bill, there's one story that uh, we covered this week, and I, I don't think anybody else was covering it, and and I highly recommend it to you, especially because of the unions and mob connections. Um, But uh, a little known uh, uh, benefit for the United States uh, Federal Reserve, uh, and I guess for the labor unions in some way or another, is in COVID emergency relief. I was wondering, who is going to bail out the Fed? I mean, you know, everybody's too big to fail. The Fed has $9 trillion now on their balance sheet. How are they going to get rid of that? How are they going to sell all of those bonds when nobody is buying? Apparently, in the COVID uh, relief, now the Fed is now allowed to sell to anyone where they couldn't do that before. So now they can sell to anyone on the open market. Well, guess who is now required, as of 2022, to invest one-third of their pension funds in Treasury bills? The unions. What yeah, I mean, a you know, cozy, yeah, little, cozy yeah. little loop. Yeah. Total scam. scam. It's a scam. Total scam. I mean, because we are now on the hook for the pensions,
1: too. This is how the federal government works. All right. So whoever has power tries to engineer things behind the scenes to keep power, to get more power. So if the unions are supporting the Democratic Party and there are billions of dollars to be invested, why not invest it in the Democratic Party? which would be the Fed right now, because the Fed has to Mm -hmm. prop up, or at least try, the Biden administration's economic policies. Um, So this is like always been there, but now it's on steroids because nobody watches. See, the diminishment of the press, the corruption of the corporate media, um, has led to more and more and more corruption on the part of the federal government because nobody's watching them they don't watch them and and so they can do what they want to do i mean organized crime was able to to assemble more power than any other entity in the united states from nineteen forty six to nineteen sixty two because there was not one federal agency investigating them j edgar hoover refused to do it because the mob had stuff on hoover so they ran wild and it's the same thing now with the politicians if you're a liberal democrat no one is going to report on you and i go back to this horrendous drug border situation that not one reporter has even mentioned Mm -hmm. so we're living in a corrupt country right now Beck. the country is corrupt
0: i know i know unfortunately and i think that we are we are losing our fbi i talked to a former fbi agent uh just this week off the air and he said, For the first time in my life, I see what's going on inside the FBI and the Justice Department, and I am afraid there is no justice in the country. That if you are on the wrong side of whoever is now in charge, that they will use the Justice Department and the FBI and they will they'll get you if they want. Yeah, that's, that, that's terrifying. World.
1: Yeah, yeah, the FBI yeah, chief is terrifying. Merrick Garland. Now, Merrick Garland yep. is a party apparatchnik. He always has been. Um, now, you can make the same charge to William Barr, but Barr really hosed Trump. He, yep, he, did, he did in the end. He did. All right. Yep. He hosed yep. him. All right. Now, Merrick Garland, he's going to do what the Trump, uh, not the Trump, the Biden people tell him to do, not Joe Biden. Again, i go back to the president. He doesn't know what's going on. He, yeah. he has no capacity. This is, to a, this is a machine. This
0: is a machine. Right. Let, me, let me switch topics before we run out of time. Sure. The, the Chinese rocket launcher crashing to Earth. I want to play something from the U.S. military, the same military that, uh, you know, came out uh, this week, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. One of the key strengths of our military is diversity our cia released a, a recruiting video that was all about being woke and uh, you know a cisgender person that has an anxiety disorder strangely but i'm now working for the cia uh, this is what our military said about this gigantic rocket launcher that is falling to earth and would be catastrophic if it lands on population
1: listen to this for both of you what, what is the uh, latest estimate Of when and where this Chinese rocket will come down do you consider it a potential threat to the US and do you have a plan for shooting it down if necessary?
0: Thanks David. Um, The latest estimates estimates that I've seen is somewhere between the 8th and 9th uh, you know and and, uh, the experts are still (laughs) working on that uh, at this point, we, we, we don't have a plan to shoot the, the rocket down. We're hopeful that that it will land in, uh, in a place where it won't, uh, won't harm anyone, uh, hopefully in the ocean or, or someplace like that. Now, Bill, I'm hopeful that the, everything the Chinese military says about coming after the United States, I'm hopeful that that's just fantasy. But I think we should prepare... What does that say about our military and our state of preparedness?
1: Well, I don't think they can shoot down a stupid rocket anyway, even if they wanted to. But uh, I, I love the guy's demeanor. I mean, you know, uh, we hope it falls in the ocean or someplace like that. <laughs> what <laughs> I mean a, a lake i mean yeah, wh- a or pra- or australia right. or yeah, australia right. some place
0: like that
1: yeah so i mean i think we're all just going to have to take our chances here which of course Increases the anxiety disorder that I have. I you know, Forget about the CIA. Um, because it's becoming apparent to me that the Biden administration, they're not hiring the best and brightest. Are you getting that feeling mm-hmm. back? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're, they're yes. Guys are in charge of. Well, um, we really don't know where it's going to go, and we hope it goes someplace like the ocean. But maybe a <laughs> lake would be okay. <laughs> All right, there
0: <laughs> you on. One la- one last question for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next next week, Wednesday, yes. New York opens again. The Yay. New York Times wrote a story about. It's coming so fast. I don't know what to do. People are panicking. Uh, uh, Can we still wear our masks? How do we deal with this? What is it going to be like in New
1: York next week? Well, people are going to still wear the mask, back because most of them are breaking into stores and stealing stuff. So the mask hides their identity, right? Right. Right, right. We don't have a mask problem here because most of the people are masked up so they can commit crimes. So de Blasio is cleverly, cleverly, you know, protecting people from COVID by encouraging criminality. You see the brilliance (laughs) of that?
0: Uh, No, it is brilliant. It is brilliant. Just like a socialist to do that. It, it is, it, but is it's a mental dis- It really is a mental disorder with many people in California and uh, sure. the Northeast because they have yeah. been indoctrinated on this. It's, it's craziness. But ben, Crazy.
1: many of them are not good looking people.
0: So there's a vested interest <laughs> All right. to, to wear the mask. All right. All right. I, may you wear a mask for the rest of your life. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, I, we will. Uh, there's a note to the producers. Make sure that we have Bill on maybe on Tuesday of next week or whenever he has time to talk about The Mob, because it is a great book, and I'm fascinated by the stories, and I think the audience will be too. Uh, it is uh, Killing the Mob by Bill O'Reilly, available wherever you buy books now. Thanks, Bill.
1: Okay, back. We'll talk next week. Thank you for being all generous. Right. Appreciate it. You
0: bet. You got it. All right. Boy, oh, he's so gracious. So gracious. Uh, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's My Pillow. Uh, I am uh, wearing My Pillow slippers all the time now. Pat, did your dad ever wear slippers outside of the house? No. Thank goodness. No really yeah my dad did, did, did all the time and it was like dad stop wearing slippers will you <laughs> what man what difference does it make with black socks like cover. black knee high oh. socks on as well Oh, that's yeah, no. a good look it's just so it's good look bad it was just so bad <laughs> I am proudly wearing my slippers out now in public. Mm. Uh, they, have, uh, they have rubber soles, so you can wear them inside and outside. They're really comfortable. They look kind of like moccasins. I mean, they're clearly slippers if you look at them, but I'm at the point where I don't care. They are so incredibly comfortable. Um, they, they are made with a layer of impact gel. Uh, And they got foam in it and, you know, like lambswool kind of material inside. Really, really comfortable. And I think for dads, stylish enough, especially when you're out with the kids. Uh, It's my pillow. You can get the slippers right now, a 40% discount off the my slippers. And if you uh, use the promo code Beck, you're going to get that. Plus, the slippers come with a one-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you order them and you're like... I don't know. They weren't embarrassing enough for my children. Um, You know, you can send them back, but you'll probably keep them for the comfort. They're really tremendous. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, or call 800-966-3117, 866-3117. That's a 1-800 number, or MyPillow.com.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Coming up next hour, you're going to meet an incredible woman, uh, the executive director of Voices of Black Mothers United. Uh, These are moms who are like, hey, um, let's talk about all of the killing in the inner cities. Can we, if we're going to say Black Lives Matter, uh, they matter? And it's a group of moms getting together. Very powerful. Uh, Join us next hour. Uh, Also, uh, I just want to just stop for a second and thank the director of... uh, my daughter, she's in a new uh, she's in a new musical here in the Dallas area. Uh, it's uh, Les Miserables, and I saw it last night, and I'll talk about that in a second. But when she came home after she got uh, you know the role assignments, uh, uh, she came home and she I said what 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 part did you get? And she said, Dad, I play prostitute number one and or prostitute number three and prostitute number four, <laughs> and I'm like. Fantastic. So I I met the director last night and I thanked him for uh, a very proud moment where my daughter came home and said, Dad, I'm a whore. Uh, And uh, it was special. And I I think something that every father looks forward to. Um, But uh, she's in this production and I I don't know where this talent is coming from. The kid that plays Jean Valjean, the Cosetteism, all of them, Fantine, the major roles, they're like 15 16 17 years old and that is not an easy play to to carry off i could not believe how good it was and my wife (laughs) was making fun of me the whole time we're sitting in the front row and uh my daughter said dad she never made eye contact with me she's like and i could hear you sniffling and sobbing (laughs) and i don't like it stop (laughs) okay Uh, Uh, how proud you must be i know yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i went to a what would be defined as an uh fine arts high school uh now and i don't think we were that good i mean the, the the talent and i don't know what it is maybe it's i don't know the talent is not as uh, was. I don't think it was ever as good as it is now. It's it's truly remarkable. There's been uh, some talent inflation over the years, I think, and so you think so? Yeah. Uh-huh. Are we printing yeah. too much talent? Is <laughs> that what's we happening? Might God's be. just printing too we much talent. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's up to him. Uh, all right. Next hour, another Power Hour. You don't want to miss some people speaking common sense. You don't want to miss it. Voicesofblackmothers.com, woodsoncenter.org. Next hour. Stand by.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.